Hello, welcome to Macro ESG. My name is Greg Beyer. Today is the 15th of May and it is uh, three in the morning. The uh, title of today's post is Long-Term Equity View and Coronavirus Suppression from the Top. On February 12th, I published a long blog post, Is President Trump Delaying Coronavirus Infection Reports? Because of the testing failure, I could see that the coronavirus was going to lead to a huge public health problem, not to mention a devastating shock to the stock market and the economy. I was wrong to infer that Trump was suppressing specific cases. In fact, Trump's lax view of the coronavirus suppressed a government response. That is until the stock market tanked on February 24th. The president then had no choice but to call a news conference the next day where he appointed Mike Pence to lead the effort. Ironically, this was identical to what President Xi of China did. He appointed his number two to lead China's response as well. Both leaders opted for a firewall strategy. New York Times health and science reporter Donald G. McNeil Jr. In a remarkable interview with Christine Amanpour on CNN, the New York Times health and science reporter David G. McNeil Jr. gave a remarkably candid assessment of the federal government's response to the coronavirus pandemic. Columbia University's website describes McNeil as, quote, specializing in plagues and pestilences. He covers epidemics like COVID-19, AIDS, SARS, and bird flu, and diseases of the world's poor, including Ebola, malaria, tuberculosis, and others. He has worked at the Times in various roles for over 30 years. He said on live television, We completely blew it for the first two months of our response. We were in a headless chicken phase, and yes, it is the president's fault. It is not China's fault. The head of the Chinese CDC called Robert Redfield, the head of the U.S. CDC, on January 2nd and again on January 8th, and the two agencies were talking again on January 19th. The Chinese had a test on January 13th. The Germans had a test on January 16th. We fiddled around for two months. We had a test on March 5th, and it didn't work. We didn't have 10,000 people tested until March 15th. So we lost two months there, and that was because of incompetent leadership at the CDC. It's a great agency, but it's incompetently led, and I think Redfield should resign. It was suppression from the top. The real cover-up is the person who was saying, you know, this is not an important virus. The flu is worse. It's all going to go away, you know. It's nothing. That encouraged everyone around him to say, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. Well, it hardly was nothing. This was then followed by the testimony of Dr. Bright today, who laid out in alarming, dispassionate detail, how our federal response failed. He said, without better planning, 2020 could be the darkest winter in modern history. I am posting the full testimony above. Long-term stock market outlook. We are likely in the middle of a slow-motion train wreck. In a few months, there will be a bigger second wave, much like what we had in 1918. 
The pandemic oddly fits as the catalyst for Skarnik's theory of transformational presidents. If true, then America is about to swing hard to a new vision of growth. This is exactly why I'm doubtful that the Amazon growth model will last in the new policy environment. One major hacking incident at Amazon Web Services, and that business vanishes. There is a lot more leverage in Amazon than is obvious at first blush. The revenue is so large, it's hypnotic, leaving the public to wonder aloud if Bezos will become the first trillionaire in 2026. Perhaps the most negative story that I have seen in a long time. From the low in 2009, the market went up five times in 11 years. Of that, Trump's policies cranked the market up 12,000 points in under four years, the same advance of 12,000 points that took eight years with Obama. Before Reagan, the market had actually peaked in 1965 and churned in a long sideways pattern for 15 years. Before FDR, the market went up six times in eight years before going down more than it had gained. That's a big fact. The market literally went below the point where it started that rally and went significantly down through it. The current chart looks a lot more like the FDR chart than the Reagan chart, but I don't think that there will be a depression as the times are vastly different. But I believe that it's safe to expect that what is dominant now will decline, at least relatively. We are in a super tech bubble and a super super healthcare bubble. Maybe the coronavirus pandemic will lead to a single-payer system. Maybe the era of must-have tech has reached its zenith. Maybe the supply chains collapse next year. Maybe the next big thing is transition towns and an agricultural renaissance. Thank you very much for joining us. This is the uh, latest podcast. Uh, Signing off. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.